You're listening to HR Mavericks, a weekly podcast featuring leading small business HR professionals who share their experiences and insights to help you know how to turn your HR processes and employee experience into a strategic business advantage. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the next episode of HR Mavericks. I'm Garrett Justice, and today I'm joined by Chris Ruddy, who's an HR and operations specialist at Skillstruck. Chris, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, Garrett. How are you? Doing so great. It is awesome to have you on here. Chris is an awesome, awesome advocate for HR Mavericks community. Is one of the one of the first people to really sign up and and really help us launch the community. So we're super excited to have you on the show today and really just ready to dive in and understand your story and some of the tips you have to share with us today. Before we do though, tell us just a little bit more about your career background and what your company Skillstruck does. Yeah, so I have actually been in HR for a little over two years now, so pretty new in my career. I studied uh, psychology and business at uh, Brigham Young University and just graduated last year, Um, and uh, I actually got started at Skillstruck. Um, While I was in college, I did an an unpaid school student internship thing with the company, Mm -hmm. and that's how I got introduced um, to HR. They just needed us to do a few things like looking up just how to onboard people, all that stuff. Um, and that quickly turned into um, quickly turned into a, um, an opportunity later in the year to do some part-time work there, here and there for them. And uh, eventually I ended up um, going part-time, then full-time, and here I am today uh, running HR department. I am an HR department of one yeah. at Skillstruck. And so uh, I, I resonate a lot with the HR Mavericks uh, community and movement uh, to democratize HR resources. And so... Awesome. Um, Skillstruck is a K through 12 computer science curriculum provider and, and professional development provider. So we focus on just uh, getting into schools and making computer science education more equitable. I love it. That's so great. Love hearing that context. So the first question I have for you, uh, you know, before we really jump in here that I like to ask a lot of our guests is I know you said you, you studied, I don't know if you said this or if I just saw it on your profile, you studied psychology. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. In school. So not necessarily like an HR background, right? A good foundation for it, but what really pulled you into the field of HR, you know, you mentioned that internship that you had, but, yeah. but re- what really convinced you to really jump in and pursue HR as your career? That's a great, that's a great question. Um, yeah, at the time I was in college and I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and I was trying to get into different programs in the business school, um, like accounting and things like that. Um, I kind of fell into HR. <clears throat> so I know a lot of people on this podcast, I am a regular listener. A lot of people fall into HR. I fell in. Um, I was just in one of my semesters, actually, before I got the job at Skillstruck. I um, I was applying to jobs on campus, and I got an HR job at the employment center for stu- for student employment, and uh, that's really what started it. I really liked it. I liked working with people. I met with hundreds of students um, throughout my time there, just filling out paperwork with them. But I just liked the people aspect, and uh, yeah, and then <laughs> I ended up just kind of positions fell into place, you know, and, and that's kind of how it worked. I just fell into this, into this role. And then just, um, I really liked it. It was a great, it was a great match. So it's, it's, it's been great. Awesome. 
Well, I think that's the story for so many people. They kind of fall into it and they love it and they stick it out and are so happy that they, that they do. So, well, Hey, I am excited to dive into our topic today, Chris. Um, you know, you kind of mentioned this as you were sharing your background, but you are this HR team of one there at Skillstruck. And I think so many of the members of the HR Mavericks community and listeners of this podcast are probably in a similar boat, whether they're an HR team of one, or maybe they're just an office manager who's doing HR responsibilities, or maybe they just have a small HR team and they have to all wear lots of hats. So I'm excited to kind of pick your brain on that topic and hear about your experience the last two years there at Skillstruck. Um, I mean, you mentioned you were the first HR person really hired. And so what I really want to know is, you know, when that's the case, when you're that HR team of one or that first person getting hired, or you're that person that's asked to take on the HR responsibilities in a small business, where do you start? Like when you, when yeah. there's little or nothing to start from, like, where, where did you start when you first joined Skillstrack? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I, I started out my first project as just an independent contractor helping out the guy that was doing HR before. He wasn't a dedicated HR guy. He was just kind of doing it was to to, to write the employee handbook, um, to create an employee handbook. Cause at that point there weren't any, really any written policies anywhere. Nothing was written down. Everything was just kind of up in the air. Cause there were about like 10 people on the team. Mm -hmm. Don't really need that much when, when you're getting that time. But, but when you start scaling up, you need, you need to have a, a handbook. And so I, the first thing I did was create a handbook. And then as you create a handbook, you get introduced to the different facets of HR, like your PTO, you got your benefits, you got your onboarding, your hiring processes, and all those have to be documented. Like in order to have a successful HR department, you have to have documentation. That's kind of well-known across the board. Mm -hmm. um, but but that, yeah, that was like the first thing that I did was I started the, the, the handbook and then wrote all the policies. Like I was like, I would go to my boss and say, Hey, what's our PTO policy? You know, mm -hmm. like, what does that look like? And then writing it down. Um, and then I, another thing was I would just sit there and I would just like kind of do a mental audit of the company and go, okay, what, how can I improve X, Y, Z process? Yeah. Um, and one story I have about that was just with payroll. Um, the guy before me, the payroll, we process payroll on uh, a different day every month. It was once a month we did it because we were pretty small. Um, and I was like, how do you, how do you remember what, like, it's like, it's on the 15th and then the 17th and it's so random. I was like, let's make this more efficient. Maybe see if we can have it on one day and may, and so that people can expect money on the 25th of the month, as opposed to it always changing. And so that was just one of those things that yeah. I think just looking around, you know, like improve, look around, what, what can you improve based on your knowledge at the time? So, yeah. I love it. I think that those are some awesome examples. So I, I really like, you know, the first thing you said is you started with jumping in and putting together the company employee handbook with policies. And one of the reasons I really like that is, you know, that kind of forced you, it sounds like to go through yeah. all of the main aspects across typical HR disciplines that every company needs, PTO yeah. and everything else across those different policies and get alignment with senior leaders there so that you could kind of share that out as kind of the baseline. And so it kind of forced Definitely. you into that process. Is that right? That's, that's totally right. And it, and there's a lot of free resources out there now, uh, like with the HR encyclopedia that Eddie has, the little plug there. But there's so much out there that we, we had just a template that someone gave us. Um, but you can get templates. You can get there's guides online. Uh, the HR encyclopedia has a nice article on it where it just takes you step by step on how to create 
your own <laughs> your own handbook. And of course, you want to get it reviewed by mentors and some legal counsel and stuff. But when you're small, you kind of just a small business, you kind of just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, just starting out. So so yeah. start there and then figure out what's broken. It needs to be fixed. Exactly. And, yeah. And then you start improving it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And just pull from like whatever your experience is. So like I came from a job where I was processing I-9s all day, mm-hmm. um, I-9 paperwork. So I came in, I was like, where are the I-9s? And the guy was like, what's that? And I was like, okay, I guess we'll start here. And so <laughs> I had projects come up based on like, let's, let's do this HR thing. Um, and then it wasn't done. And so maybe we implemented it or changed yeah. it. And so that's definitely a, a great place to start. Love it. That's awesome. So next question I have for you is, you know, I think small businesses are pretty, they're pretty unique a lot of times compared to larger, more established businesses in many ways. But one of them is there, there's some unique challenges that they face with regards to like HR that can really impact the success of HR at a company. Examples of that in my mind are, you know, often the environment is frequently changing. There's lots of growth or change that happens at those small companies. You have limited resources, small teams, everyone's wearing lots of hats. Yep. You know, a lot of because of that, a lot of times you have less emphasis on HR or kind of employee experience related stuff overall, just because there's no one or one person dedicated to it. So, you know, in your experience the last few years at Skillstruck, what are some of the biggest small business challenges that you faced in trying to grow and scale this HR department? And how did you overcome them? Yeah, no, that's, those are, you, you kind of hit them all on the head on there. <laughs> but the, I think one of the biggest ones is this idea of the lack of resources. You, you may not have as many resources as if you worked at a larger company with 500 to 1,000 employees. Um, and that's resources in money and it's also resources like in time. And so maybe at the beginning, we couldn't afford to have, you know, the, the best p- uh, payroll manager or software. Um, and so I had to do a lot of stuff manually. And so it was like, I just did that because that was what you had to do at the time. You got to be, got to be scrappy. So sometimes like the remedy for the lack of resources is, um, being scrappy with kind of what you have and being lean. So I would use a lot of spreadsheets for time tracking and things like that. Um, eventually you get to a point where you can start having more resources and dedicating those resources um, like money to things. And I think you have to be intentional with that, very intentional. Because if you just go and you just buy whatever software without thinking about it or looking into it, um, because your resources are finite, very finite, if you mess up with them, then you might not get those back. Mm-hmm. And it could cost the company a lot more. So to answer that question, it's the, to answer the lack of resources, just be scrappy and be intentional. Mm-hmm. what you do there. So that's one Love of them. It. I could, I could talk about all of those things, but Give I, could, me. I could limit it to just another one. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. Give me another one. I, I think these examples are awesome. Yeah. Uh, another thing is when you're an HR department of one and you're in a small business, everything's new. So every milestone that would otherwise be an already implemented HR uh, facet is something you set up. So last year in 2020, actually in 2020, we didn't have health insurance, um, a health insurance bank. you were so small. 2021, we decided to implement one. And so guess who that fell to? The guy who had never really done anything with health insurance ever. Mm-hmm. And so I got a, had to, I spent so many hours just researching, looking up what's the definition of a deductible so I could actually understand these plans mm-hmm. and communicate them to my boss effectively and, and make suggestions. Um, I was surprised at how much, sway I had with the decision here. Um, cause we were both, we we're both young, you know, entrepreneurs. And so I was like, this is crazy. So I had to learn a lot. 
Mm-hmm. So, but everything's new. Implementing a PTO policy or XYZ benefit is all new. And so you have to just research it and just, yeah. you know, just Google search stuff and talk to mentors. Mentors is a huge thing. Um, and, and just, you know, I think that's one of the best ways to go about kind of tackling new things. Yeah. Just getting the ground running. I love it. And I think you're absolutely right. Like when you work in a small business, it, I think it exists across all, all different departments, but you have to be scrappy and you got to be able to just kind yeah. of figure it out. And, um, you mentioned just having to talk to mentors and Google stuff. And, you know, I'll just say too, that's, that's the whole reason why we started this HR Mavericks community, which this, this, uh, podcast is a part of is to try and make it a little bit easier for those small business HR people, just like you to be able to find the resources, that they need to really jumpstart yeah. and get that stuff started and do it well and connect with other people who can help them in that process. So, Oh yeah. Uh, I, I totally wish I had HR Mavericks and all this, all these resources a year and a half ago when I was, when I was doing this, yeah. it would have made things a lot easier. So. Awesome. Well, uh, next question I have for you on this topic yeah. is really just, you know, you kind of shared some of these um, experiences that you've had and where you got started, what other tips would you have for people who might be in a similar role as you, or maybe in the role that you started in two years ago, right? Maybe they're just there right now. What other general tips would you have for those people who are really starting to launch an HR department for a small business right now? Yeah. Well, I think probably one of my number one tips would be being genuine and intentional. I think that a lot of times with HR, especially when you're new in HR, HR department of one, you can kind of fall into the kind of the pit hole of pitfall of, of being a little bit HRE kind of robot, um, you know, where you're so focused on the policies and procedures and things that you don't really think about the person side. And so my boss is funny because when I first started out, I'd like present like a policy or something that I wrote out and he'd be like, Chris, this sounds a little, little HR robot, robotic, HRE, you know, um, can we make it a little less HR and a little more human? And I was like, okay. And so, um, just like things like that, where you just be a genuine person. So now when I write things, policies and stuff, I do make sure it's compliant make sure that it's like the right language, but I also don't make it like very, uh, <laughs> boring. And yeah. so, um, I think that's one thing that it can, it can fall into, but being intentional, also with your mentors. So like I, I always try to send a personal message to whatever mentor I connect with on LinkedIn, because in the past it's happened a lot is people will reach out to me and they'll try to connect and I'll message them and I never get a response ever. And it's like, mm-hmm. what's the point? I think it all has to do with that idea of being kind of genuine and intentional with not only your people, but also your, your network. Yeah. I think that, I think that's such a great tip because I think that, you know, again, going back to what you talked about at the very beginning, so often people get into HR because they want to help people, right? They want to help the employees there. And through the process of it, there's a lot of administrative stuff, especially when you're just starting out that has to be done at that HR level for the company. And I think the key piece is remembering that, 
and, and doing everything you can to streamline and automate the administrative stuff so yep. that you can, again, focus on people and improving experiences for people. So the more you can remember that, even though you're sledging through the administrative HR yep. tasks, right? And remember, it's really about people. And as much as you can uh, be real and be intentional uh, through all your interactions with the people, then the more beneficial it's going to be in the long run, right? Yeah, totally. And that, that goes to like whatever my next tip, which is just getting the right resources. And so whether that be whatever mentor you choose or, you know, being specific with the resources that you choose that so that they enable you to focus more on the people. And like one, for example, was um, we did choose to move with Eddie HR. We ch- switched from our old provider and Eddie uh, before then I was doing all the nitty gritty details of pay of payroll. I was putting in all the numbers and everything. The nice thing about Eddie is that I've got a dedicated payroll provider who does that. I delegated it. And so now I have more time to focus on other things. So it's just like choosing wisely those resources, the ones that will help free your time so that you can do more things like, like, I don't know, actually talk to employees, (laughs) message them on Slack or whatever. Um, Because running a company, especially one like us, we're in 13 States. It's a lot of stuff on the, a lot of payroll stuff that could be really tricky. And so, um, yeah, I think that just choosing your resources wisely. Yeah. is, is a great, is it's a great tip. (laughs) Awesome tip. No, I love it. And appreciate the plug for Eddie and so happy that you've had a great, (laughs) great experience. You know, our payroll specialists are awesome. People love working with them. So thank you. Um, any other last tips that you have that you would give for those small business HR pros that are in that same boat? Yeah, I would just, I think it's important to celebrate the wins and to learn to recover from the failures because there's a lot of failures with creating an HR department, whether it be like money failures with payroll to just failures with policy and maybe just not sending the like an email was received wrong or culture issues. I just think that you have to be able to recover from those. But then when you do things that are celebratory, you kind of celebrate, especially in your little HR department of one. It's funny because whenever I like achieve something, that's just kind of really boring. Like, Oh, we, we got a, uh, our unemployment insurance number from the state that we're in like that for me is, is a success because sometimes it's a real pain in the butt to, to get, to get those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I, I try to celebrate the little things by myself. I'll sometimes lean over my boss and go, Hey, uh, I just saved us some money because of yeah. this. <laughs> like, yeah. well, there we go. You got to celebrate those wins and, and stuff. Um, because otherwise it's, you're not really motivated. And, uh, yeah. I, I think that's such, <laughs> such an excellent tip. And it's something that you often forget when you're in that team of one, right? I think you, as you're talking about that, I'm remembering, you know, years ago, I worked with a sales rep at a small company and he actually was very intentional about celebrating and he found a way to, to do it that really made sense for him. And so specifically when he sold a a new deal. He rode a motorcycle to work every day and loved (laughs) riding a motorcycle. And he would go take a lap on his motorcycle to celebrate, you know, it'd usually be five or 10 minutes. And so what I like about that though, is it was his way to really just be intentional and celebrate those small wins along the way. And so he could remember the progress that he was making. And so whatever it is, whether it's a a lap around, you know, on your motorcycle or something else, I think it's so important to make sure that you are celebrating those wins along the way. It's a great tip. Definitely. I love that. I don't have a motorcycle, but 
um, I think, yeah, I, I often will just close my computer and I'll just be like, yes, you know, yeah. I just get the visceral. Yes. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> that's just enough. So awesome. Yeah. That's great. Well, Chris, this has been excellent conversation. Really appreciate you taking the time to join with us today and kind of share your experiences and some of your learnings over the last few years. As we kind of wrap up here, one of the last questions I really like to ask all of our guests unrelated to the topic that we talked about today, it really ties back into our mission for the HR Mavericks community, which is to democratize HR knowledge and best practices for those who need it most, which is often these small business HR departments of one. And so if you have one thing, one tip that you would recommend that our listeners do this week to improve their HR and people functions, what would that be? Yeah. One tip would be, I don't know. I don't know what their companies are like. Other people's companies are like, but most of our companies remote. So I, I just, I try, I, I recommend just reaching out to a few employees over Slack and just, just, being a nice person to them or just asking them about their day or their week. Cause I just feel like the little things like that are what really make it like matter or like, you know, just inviting someone to, to hop on a call. Um, this is really relevant for, I think if you have a lot of remote employees, because sometimes people working alone um, in, in their homes, they can, they can get kind of lonely. And so I think just doing that is a good way to um, not only build rapport with people, but also just show that you care because, because we're in HR. Um, yeah, we're, we're here to care. That's yeah. what we do. So I, I think that's an awesome tip, you know, whether it's remote or whether you have frontline employees or in the if, office, yeah. you know, who you have some in an office, you might have some in a storefront, whatever it is, reach out to those individuals and let them know that, that you care. I think that's an awesome yeah, take tip. an interest in their yeah. life, you know, cause it, cause Again, like what we talked about, it's about people at the end of the day, right? And helping yep. them be satisfied and productive. So awesome. Well, Chris, thank you so much again for taking the time to join us today. If there, are, if there are listeners that want to get in contact with you, learn more about this topic, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah, just on LinkedIn. Um, my name is Christopher Ruddy. Just look me up on LinkedIn and look for a guy that looks like this and, awesome. uh, and, and you'll, you'll find me. So, okay. Perfect. We'll drop a link to Chris's LinkedIn profile in the show notes. You can find it there. So Chris, thanks again for taking the time today and hope you have a great rest of the day. Awesome. Thank you. You too. Today, enduring companies know that their people are their most important assets and they invest in helping them excel. But often small businesses with limited HR resources struggle to manage their people, payroll, and processes efficiently and create an environment where frontline deskless employees thrive. That's why we created Eddie. Eddie is the all-in-one HR suite built for local businesses that streamlines tedious HR processes and improves the employee experience for frontline workers. With Eddie, you can hire, manage, pay, and engage employees with one easy-to-use software. No headache required. You've already done the hard part by creating a great business. Now let us help you take it to the next level. Visit eddie.com today to request a demo.